the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Details emerge on the Texas synagogue hostage situation. A rabbi at Congregation Beth Israel in suburban Fort Worth, Texas, said he let the gunman in the synagogue on Saturday because he appeared to need shelter. China's president speaks out on COVID. He also urged other powers to discard a Cold War mentality at a time of rising geopolitical tensions. Your pharmacy may not be open when you need it. Some supermarkets and retail stores are also trimming their hours as throngs of workers stay home with symptoms. This is the Daybreak Insider Podcast. Your first look at today's top stories for Tuesday, January 18th. I'm Mike Scott. A rabbi is sharing the story of how he and two hostages escaped the synagogue standoff in Texas over the weekend. Correspondent Walter Ratliff reports. The rabbi of a Texas synagogue says he threw a chair at a gunman and then escaped with two other hostages after a 10-hour standoff. A rabbi at Congregation Beth Israel in suburban Fort Worth, Texas, said he let the gunman in the synagogue on Saturday because he appeared to need shelter. He says the man was not threatening or suspicious at first. Later, he heard a gun click as he was praying. Authorities identified the hostage-taker as 44-year-old British national Malik Faisal Akram. He was killed Saturday night after the last hostages ran out of the synagogue around 9 p.m. I'm Walter Ratliff. In an AP interview, Asif Mahmood says the tight-knit Muslim community in Blackburn, England, is in disbelief after learning a local man took four people hostage thousands of miles away at a Texas synagogue. The community is struggling to come to terms with what's happened. Obviously, somebody, you turn on the news and somebody decides to go to Dallas, Texas, travels 4,700 miles to take hostages. It's something that they would, they're finding struggle, finding hard to kind of comprehend. Chinese President Xi Jinping is calling for greater world cooperation against COVID-19 and pledged his country would send an additional 1 billion doses of vaccine to other countries. In a speech at a virtual gathering hosted by the World Economic Forum, Xi also urged other powers to discard a Cold War mentality at a time of rising geopolitical tensions. The call was widely believed to be a veiled swipe at the United States. The Chinese leader also touted his country's efforts to fight climate change, but announced no new initiatives and offered no resources. Correspondent Jeremy House reporting. Also at that gathering, Moderna's CEO said at a panel that the vaccine maker is working on a single-shot booster for both COVID-19 and the flu. A tornado victim's family sues Amazon over a warehouse collapse. Correspondent Mike Gracia reports. 
The family of an Amazon delivery driver who was killed last month when a tornado collapsed a facility where he worked in central Illinois filed a wrongful death lawsuit Monday. The action on behalf of 26-year-old Austin McEwen alleges Amazon failed to warn employees of the dangerous weather or to provide safe shelter before the tornado hit the Edwardsville facility on December 10th. McEwen and five others were killed. The lawsuit says Amazon improperly directed McEwen and colleagues to shelter in a restroom, which it says the company knew or should have known wasn't safe. A statement from Amazon says the lawsuit misunderstands key facts. I'm Mike Rossi. President Biden's approval rating continues to drop. Details on this from correspondent Bob Agnew. Of the whole, Americans feel worse today about the economy and the pandemic than they did when the president took office. 62% disapprove of President Biden's handling of the economy. 70% disapprove of the way he's dealt with inflation. 50% of respondents describe themselves as frustrated. 49% disappointed. A paltry 26% say things are going well under the president's watch. And at the one-year mark, his overall approval rating is at 44%. Bob Agnew reporting. Meanwhile, President Biden will meet virtually with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida this Friday. The meeting comes as the Omicron variant of the coronavirus continues to surge. White House officials say the meeting will take place to highlight the strength of the U.S.-Japan alliance. Both allies are looking to deepen ties amid China's growing economic and military cloud in the region. Both leaders will meet for the first time. That's correspondent Andrew Stewart reporting. Japan elected Prime Minister Kishida in November. Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff Mark Milley tested positive for COVID-19 on Sunday and is isolating. More details from correspondent Bernie Bennett. Colonel Dave Butler, spokesperson for the Joint Staff, said in a statement that Milley is experiencing, quote, very minor symptoms and can perform his duties remotely. Butler said Milley is fully vaccinated against the coronavirus and has received a booster vaccine dose. All other Joint Chiefs of Staff, except for one, tested negative for COVID-19. Officials have not said who that one was. Milley is the second Pentagon official to test positive for COVID-19 this month. Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin announced on January 2nd he tested positive. He also experienced mild symptoms and worked remotely. Bernie Bennett in Washington. Keeping an eye on your health. If you need a prescription from either Walgreens or CVS, you'd better get there Monday through Friday. Correspondent Ken Lormand has details. Both of the giant pharmacy chains have announced they plan to close some of their locations on weekends because of the Omicron surge that has exacerbated already severe staffing shortages. This comes as some supermarkets and retail stores are also trimming their hours as throngs of workers stay home with symptoms. Macy's, Walmart, and others say they have no choice but to cut back hours of operation until the situation improves. Ken Lorman reporting. It turns out the pot economy is running into some problems in California. Correspondent Jason Walker explains. As the state enters its fifth year of legal marijuana sales, some say the practice of working in the legal and illegal markets is all too commonplace in the struggling pot economy. Legal businesses complain heavy taxes and regulation paired with thriving illegal sales make it impossible for licensed shops to turn a profit. To survive, a number of license holders are secretly operating in the underground, working both sides of the market 
marketplace, leading companies warning Governor Gavin Newsom the legal market could collapse. Jason Walker reporting. In technology news, Tesla announced Monday they have a deal to get a key battery component outside of China. The automaker is turning to Mozambique for a key component in its electric car batteries and what analysts believe is the first of its kind deal designed to reduce its dependence on China for graphite. The agreement signed last month with Australia's Surah Resources, which operates one of the world's largest graphite mines in the southern African country. It's a unique partnership between an electric vehicle manufacturer and a producer of the mineral that is critical for lithium-ion batteries. Ron DeRockstra reporting. New Zealand and Australia are sending military surveillance flights to Tonga to assess the damage a huge undersea volcanic eruption left in the Pacific island nation. Correspondent Charles de Ledesma reports. A towering ash cloud since Saturday's eruption has prevented earlier flights. New Zealand hopes to send essential supplies, including much-needed drinking water. But communications with Tonga remain extremely limited. The company that owns the single underwater fibre-optic cable that connects the island nation to the rest of the world says it's likely it was severed in the eruption, and repairs could take weeks. Tsunami waves of around 2.7 feet high had crashed into Tonga's shoreline. No casualties have been reported so far, although there are concerns about people on smaller islands. I'm Charles Duladesma. And finally, one of the last surviving Tuskegee Airmen, Charles McGee, who flew fighter combat missions over three wars, has died. A family member says McGee died on Sunday at age 102 at his home in Bethesda, Maryland. Tuskegee Airmen is the nickname of the first African-American unit to fly combat airplanes in World War II. McGee was among more than 900 men who trained in rural Alabama after the Army Air Corps was forced to admit black pilots. McGee went on to fly combat missions in World War II as well as the Korean and Vietnam Wars. Keith Peters reporting. Subscribe to the Daybreak Insider Podcast at Apple or Google Podcast, Spotify, or SalemPodcastNetwork.com. Get our companion Daybreak Insider newsletter each morning at DaybreakInsider.com. Ongoing coverage of breaking news and commentary at SRNNews.com and TownHall.com. Thanks for starting your day with us. I'm Mike Scott. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.